Welcome to the James Miller Podcast, where we'll be discussing technology. This podcast series will be a three-parter, so strap in as we dive into all things tech. Hi, my name is James Winler, and welcome back to episode three of my three-part podcast series. In the first two episodes of my podcast series, I discussed how technology has affected my life in a positive manner and a negative manner. Uh, in episode three here, I'll have a good friend and coworker of mine, Mr. Ryan Notlin, on, and we'll be discussing some of the future advancements of technology in the next 10 years, and uh, we'll kind of be discussing how it'll play a positive or negative impact in both our lives. Hi, Ryan. Uh, thanks for taking the time to uh, come on for this interview. Hey, yeah, man. No, I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, so you are like kind of like a tech guy, right? Like tech has played a, a pretty big part in your life, I would say at least, just from kind of getting to know you over the, the past few months. Uh, at what age did you kind of start to realize that, oh, man, I actually really do like hitting these like different kinds of technology? And at that age, what was your first little favorite bit of technology? Well, when I was younger, I started probably using tech around uh, probably five, like on my own. I used to have this fake laptop that would uh, it would just do math equations. I, I didn't know any of the math, but I pretended like I was on a computer, and that made me want to use a real computer even even more, you know. So I just took all that uh, all that passion, and I really I really went for it for the for pretty much until I am now, like to my age that I'm currently at, you know. Like um, I study film, study uh, video, um editing of uh footage or photos you know and it's just uh it's really been a big part of my life that's interesting that you say that like uh that like that toy laptop was like the first thing that uh kind of made you like gravitate towards technology because you actually just uh, i believe built your first computer like uh uh how was that experience and when you were building that computer did you get a lot of like nostalgic memories to when you were a child to that like toy laptop yeah i did i actually i still have the laptop it's at it's at my parents' place, but um yeah it was um it was definitely a good experience you know I it was something I always wanted to do, and um I really felt like it was time to to invest some money into it into putting some uh putting all this money into something that I know I would get a lot of use of every day, and just really really enjoy. Yeah no uh, definitely so um, I was on a website uh, sciencefocus.com and they had an article out called. 20 new technology trends that we'll see in 2020 and uh three kind of things caught my eye when i was going through the list uh they were talking uh they had mentioned things about uh living machines that are biological robots that can solve human problems that like are like they had like such a far advancement in the next 10 years like we're talking like solving problems that we couldn't even comprehend that even machines could solve right now uh, the next one would be uh, enhanced like language machines that can integrate itself into like Alexa's, Google's, series like that that can really accurately translate specific languages. And uh, the third thing that really creeped me out, I thought it was like, super strange that we're even at this point in 2020, is there will be machines that will track your emotions, kind of like an AI, and it can like like read your feelings like on like a deep level. And uh, those are some, three like heavy things that are kind of steering towards like the back to the future type movies when they were saying what we think technology was going to be like in the future. And, uh, I just, these three things were just really caught my eye and, uh, I definitely wanted to talk about them. So, uh, 
first off, let's get into the robots uh, that'll help you with your daily tasks. So, obviously, we've seen something like this before, kind of on like a smaller scale with those like uh, vacuums, you know, that you could just like hit the button and just walk away and they'll like bump into things and kind of like they'll know when they're done your whole carpet. Uh, obviously, this is like on a whole new level from like the sciencefocus.com uh, list, but uh, kind of just to give you kind of an idea of where they're going with this. Uh, but yeah, no, they're, they're projecting robots that will help you significantly with your daily life. Uh, I was just wondering, Ryan, do you think that these advancements in machines will have a positive or negative impact on your life? Yeah, I, uh, I honestly think it'll be, um, I do think it'll be an improvement upon things. It'll definitely streamline and, um, add a bunch of convenience to our daily routines that we don't realize how much we actually want, I bet, you know? Do you think this will have, like, a further impact possibly on, like, jobs and stuff, though? Like, there's, like, uh, for example, my dentist had mentioned about how uh, they're projecting that, like, possibly sometime in the future, like, robots will become the dentist and, like, humans will be there just purely as dental assistants. Do you think this will have a negative impact on the job market? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You have to find that... um sweet zone you know where you can have a good amount of workers still but still have this technology like for example there are there's um this uh construction equipment now that straight up will just build a whole road street like a whole street all at once for you it's like on rails and it just builds it slowly but surely and you pretty much only need two guys there to set it up and turn it on and turn it off when it's done you know and it's just you can really see how that could uh extend to other careers for example like the dentistry or um like customer service you know just have an automated system that does all your issues for you you know but um i do think there are jobs that require that kind of human touch you know there are um like uh mass-produced vehicles are made by machines like they're invented by man by human and um they program the machines to set up the cars for you but some things just require that like human I just to notice, for example, like mechanics or uh, auto body, you know, there are some things that a machine wouldn't notice or they could miss that uh, a human eye could could catch and solve the issue for you. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that's a, a really good point when you uh, bring in like the car manufacturing and stuff. Uh, something I actually didn't really even consider before I asked the question. And uh, I guess like really, I guess we are a lot closer. I guess my vacuum example is something that maybe i missed the boat a little on that but uh no that that's a definitely a really interesting take uh secondly i, I want to get into those uh language type machines like i didn't really give a, a particular uh name for them in the list but they had uh said it's uh they'll integrate themselves into like phones like uh the google type deals uh the amazon alexas and basically the gist of it is um it'll really accurately translate languages like via speak so we obviously have google translate now which is amazing for translating like words typed into and i guess you can't speak into it but this will be they're projecting this technology in the next 10 years will be able to almost more accurately flow through like conversations through these tools um ryan you are multilingual do you feel as if uh these machines will kind of maybe strip a certain kind of like culture from like the world i know that's kind of a weird question to ask but a lot of places like there's like places that have like five different languages in their country and it's kind of like uh, you know canada's like multilingual do you feel as if like with these machines coming out you you speak french yourself 
Uh, do you feel like this will kind of like strip maybe Canada a little bit of its culture? Uh, what do you think? I honestly think it can go 50-50. I think it's nice to have this form of technology that just, you know, really breaks down those cultural barriers between people and really it shows that we're all the same, you know, deep down inside. But at the same time, there's a certain commitment that you need to have to your own culture Culture that I feel that, um, for example, like your native language, you know, whether you speak it or learn it, it's totally up to you. But um, the fact that you go out of your way to learn that uh, and to really get a handle of where you, where you and your family comes from, you know, I think that could be a really important part to you uh like mentally and spiritually really good take yeah uh no definitely uh yeah no the, it's it's crazy too just to just to think think about uh maybe people will be able to make like stronger connections that maybe language was uh kind of like something that was kind of blocking particular connections maybe for example when people like travel or backpack uh, sometimes there can be a language barrier that deters people from making connections but uh yeah no i think it could go either way uh now lastly i would kind of want to get into these uh like creepy nerve-wracking like ais that can track your emotions uh i i didn't i'll admit i didn't do too dig uh deep of a dive into this so i don't really know what to compare to what we have now for technology in terms of reading your emotion i know they got things like heart rate sensors and stuff and smartwatch and stuff but this is like completely different um when i read this it just kind of blew my mind i was it, it really brought me back to those movies that have like computers taking over the world and stuff and that's maybe a little bit of an overreaction but uh my question for you is do you think that um this new emotion tracking ai do you feel like we're getting closer to the limit that we shouldn't cross in terms of how deep we should go into technology and uh do you think that if so this will affect uh our daily lives negatively to have like these computers to can track our emotions yeah i definitely think that there is a healthy amount of caution you should have when messing with ai in the sense of um for example google they uh they had an ai that would um decipher code and um it would it could make plans or write stories all on its own or um just do a bunch of things without even the input of humans like it started making uh, there was a there was a test done that was um the test like its um speed and its own personal intelligence compared to how it was months before at that point and uh eventually the ai started making its own it started talking to another ai that google had made and started creating its own personal language to prevent any um anything from the from it uh to prevent it from being stopped by the uh, employees and uh, once google realized this they shut it all down and uh, to my knowledge they haven't gone back but um also with google it's like they're they have a new system coming out in just i think a year or two from now and they're saying that it's going to make it so you could speak into your microphone into the google google voice chat and um for example like if you want to know what a song is and you just go uh, tell me the name of the song that goes do 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 do. It will literally figure out which song you're talking about oh, through your th through your tone of voice and your emotion and your rhythm. It's crazy. That's unbelievable. That 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 is crazy. So, uh, do you think that this? Uh, <laughs> do you think that this technology that can like uh, like read emotions stuff? Do you feel like this is gonna 
how people positively, maybe they're like some people in a lot of cases can feel emotionally alone. Uh, do you think that this technology can help people maybe get onto a better track? Or do you think it's kind of more of a kind of like false hope in a way? Because like if people are turning towards technology for emotional help, you know, like that could drive someone maybe away from like, you know, maybe kind of more confronting their problems up front. Yeah, like you definitely wonder like how if we really go forward with AI to an extreme degree and it it might come to the point where AI and humanity is almost indistinguishable you know like there are people who are marrying their their game boys or <laughs> or their tomodachis because they just some people just really crave that kind of affection and um AIs depending on how technology goes can really suit whichever need that the user of that AI would like. And um, it, you're definitely right in the way of it could create a false hope in, in the sense of they might think that all people are like that or um, that anybody will accept them for who they are just because their AI does. And it's um, it's something that moving forward people need to be made aware of, I feel. Like, I don't know. Kind of proceed with caution. Yeah, for sure. I'm not sure how many years in the future that conversation should be uh, had, but um, it should be had nonetheless. Yeah, no, definitely. That is definitely a, a really solid take on the matter. Uh, fortunately, we are pretty close for time right now, but uh, Ryan, I just want to do say thank you very much for coming on to my podcast. Uh, appreciate it very much, and, uh, you know, this was definitely fun and definitely really interesting to kind of bounce these ideas off of each other, uh, kind of get that different perspective, like I mentioned at the top of the podcast, and I was really looking forward to the interview portion of this, and it definitely did not disappoint. Uh, as for me, I do believe technology might not get as intensely like like as like driven into our daily lives as uh, sciencebook.com may have suggest but i still think that we're going to see some crazy advancements in technology over the next 10 years and it's going to be really interesting to see how it normally affects my life positively or negatively but other people's and how we're going to kind of roll with these new bits of technology uh, lastly, I just want to say thank you to everybody who's listened to these last three episodes. Uh, I don't know when they're going to hit the air or not, but uh, it was a blast to record. And honestly, in terms of school projects, this like like this was not even considered work to me. I had a really great time, and it's uh, definitely made me want to kind of do a deep dive into podcasting outside of uh, uh, the school project. And uh, yeah, I just want to say thank you very much for everybody listening, and uh, to have a good rest of your day. 